Hey, everyone. Before we get started on our show today, I just want to tell you exactly what I'm drinking right now. And that is Liquid IV. I am totally obsessed. It is my new drink of choice that I have once every single day because it's been making me feel awesome. It's the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water. It has five essential vitamins. It has more vitamin C than an orange as and as much potassium as a banana. You guys, I've been working out a ton at home. I've been going for more walks and more runs. And something that I noticed is that I can start to feel tired or a little bit foggy. And a lot of times this is due to dehydration. So liquid IV has been one of the things that has actually been making me drink a lot more water because I am that person. Yes, I'm totally like a toddler and I have to have something in my water in order for me to drink it. So they have three amazing flavors. My favorite is acai. It's freaking awesome. You guys get 25% off for listening to this podcast. So that's why I have brought sponsors on is I get to get discounts on the stuff that I'm using already and give it to you. So I'm doing all of my favorite things and Liquid IV is one of them. You can go to their website. You can go to liquidiv.com and the promo code is HAPPY, H-A-P-P-Y, and you get 25% off of your order. Let me know if you get it. I want to know what you think. I think it's freaking amazing. I'm obsessed. I think it helps with my workouts and it makes me drink a lot more water. And for a lot of you, you're at home right now. You need to be drinking water. This also helps me just with my appetite and with snacking. So whenever I have that like three o'clock lull, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get my liquid IV. And that tides me over until dinner time. So you guys go check it out right now. It's liquidiv.com, promo code HAPPY. So let's get into the podcast. Some people, it's the universe, but you feel it, you know it. And I believe your gut is stronger than anyone Mm. else's advice. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the show. And today, I'm just telling you, get ready. Because this is one of my favorite podcasts I've recorded to date. Now, don't get me wrong. I literally am just so obsessed to be talking with all of these amazing humans that have been on this podcast. But there are moments in time when people walk into your life and change you forever. And this is a woman that literally had such impact on me that I've rethought and have been rethinking and feel like a changed person since this podcast. This is a true champion and cheerleader of women. And it is literally making me rethink how I do everything and what I'm starting with, the why that I'm starting with. You guys are going to freaking love 
this podcast. The interview I got or I got to have is with Jamie Kern Lima. And this was before we were social distancing. So I was able to sit down with her in person, face to face. She came to my home in Santa Monica, California. And she literally was like connecting with someone that you knew your entire life and that you felt so incredibly comfortable with. And one of those people that you just felt like truly when they say they have your back, just had your back. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Uh, Jamie Kern Lima is an American entrepreneur, a billion dollar business success story. She is a champion of women. She's a philanthropist. She is a culture shifter and a highly sought after keynote speaker. She co-founded Cosmetics from her living room. She grew it into a top selling makeup and skincare brand, then sold it to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion in their largest US acquisition to date making Jamie the first female CEO in L'Oreal's 100 plus year history. You guys, that is insanity. Her passion is about inspiring and mentoring entrepreneurs. And I see her doing this all of the time, every single day online. She's living it. She's breathing it. She's building, uh, helping them build businesses. She's building businesses, making a difference in the lives of women and girls and giving back in a big way. She is a passionate speaker and she loves sharing your stories of inspiration, underestimation, overcoming self-doubt about rejection and never giving up. She used to work as a grocery bagger at Safeway Grocery Store. She waitressed at Denny's. She's always hustled to pay her way through school and make her dreams happen. And prior to launching It Cosmetics, she was an award-winning TV news anchor with uh, beauty challenges, including sparse brows and sensitive skin, and she could never find products that truly worked. That's when It Cosmetics and Jamie's mission to empower every woman to believe in her own beauty was born. She now shares the vision of inclusivity, inspiration, doing more than 100 live TV appearances of herself on QVC, where she grew It Cosmetics to be the largest beauty brand uh, in QVC history. So throughout her work, Jamie built and inspired a community of millions of women across the country and globally who have shared their stories of overcoming struggle when it comes to confidence and self-worth. You guys, all I'm saying is if you really listen and feel the energy of this woman, you must go find her. You're going to have to go follow her. Um, she's going to have a book that's coming out, I believe, either later in the year or next year. I'm telling you, follow her work, support her work. She is going to shift the way you think about supporting women and supporting yourself. So let's get started. so excited right now because I am sitting directly across from Jamie Kern Lima. Yes. And this is always so fun to have people in the house. Like you kind of get to see like the inside of what people are actually hearing all the time. And you got to meet bananas and that's the key. That's the most important thing. I'm obsessed with bananas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm so grateful to be here and I'm, I'm glad we're doing it in person. Me too. I feel like it's just so like, you know, you just feel the mm -hmm. energy and I see your sparkly eyes mm -hmm. and I am grateful and excited to be here. There is something about being in person. It's just so much more magic. I have this theory, like when you're in person, you just open up like a vortex that you would probably not access. So yeah, in-person is amazing. So I really want to start off. You have such an amazing story and I just read some of your bio, but I want to start off with just some rapid fire questions. Sure. Okay. So I want you to complete the sentence. If I really knew you, or if you really knew me, you would know that I... Give and live to give. Mm, I see that. 
I literally see that on your social all the time. I'm like, this woman is the biggest cheerleader of women. Mm, yes. You are such a cheerleader. Where did that come from? It just fires me up. And mm. I have been blessed in this journey. Like, it's like you read the headlines, oh, built a billion dollar business and all those things. But you know, first female CEO in L'Oreal's history. Well, that's because it was another woman inside L'Oreal that mm. just championed the heck out of me to keep my CEO title. Like I've been blessed with a lot of women in my in my life, and and some of them I've just manifested and then and then met one day. And it's like, and some of them I haven't, I still haven't met. But mm. I feel like um, there's an understanding, and I feel like we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one of my biggest, oh gosh biggest uh, uh, missions is to overcome that antiquated thing where it's like, oh no, we've got to compete or, oh, Mm. uh, that sort of like scarcity mindset that I feel like in a a big way, typically usually is just uh, applies to women. And it's like, no, like there's room for every one of us. Like Mm. when we're together in this, when we're, you know, pulling each other up, lifting each other up, like it's one of my biggest passions. And, you know, this week, Lori, I've been on this whole thing where I've been waking up in the morning, mm-hmm. just thinking about how powerful it would be if every woman, you know, asked mm. for a plus one and brought another woman, like mm. into the room where it happens, whether it's a meeting, just a, a work meeting or a cool event or something. Like when I think about all the women I've mentored, uh, first, none of them have ever asked me for money, mm. right? And they all have businesses. I've never invested in any of their businesses. But what I've done is I've brought them mm. with me mm-hmm. to rooms they may not see because I wasn't raised seeing these kind of rooms. Okay, but now I'm in, you know, different. When you build a large company, as you know, Lori, you get exposed to all kinds of things. And mm. and so now I'm, I'm all about <laughs> whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, a, a big board meeting or it's uh, a television appearance, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I always try to bring my my poor husband. He's always like, uh, you have a plus one? I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm bringing Leah. I'll tell you all about it when I'm I get home. Gloria. He's like, what? <laughs> exactly. But it's like, oh, I love it. And I am seeing so many women thrive and see what's mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. because they're getting into, you know, uh, they're getting a seat at the table. So I'm yes. super passionate about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I've had people do that for me. And it's, it's literally life changing. I can look back at some of the people who just one tiny thing, they, and they probably, some of them still have no idea, which thanks, I'll go back and tell them. (laughs) It's a good reminder, but that's how it's going to change. I really haven't met anyone who I've gotten to interview who hasn't had somebody who kind of opened the door for them or done something like that. And I think for, I think for women, it's huge doing it for other women. So my question is, you know, there was, there was, you were in, you know, the beauty industry as well. So there was, there's a mindset out there that is not abundant like that. There's a different way that you could be. So what made you, where did that come from? Did that come from something in your upbringing or how do you choose that mindset? Even maybe sometimes if you feel, um, you know, have you ever felt in competition with someone and that, you know, you're struggling internally with like, okay, how do I get back to this knowing that just focusing on giving is what's going to, you know, create something beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I just, I believe that law that you get what you get. Mm. I just think it's always that it's always the case. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, do you want other people to compete with you or do you want them to like celebrate you, champion Mm. you? It's like what you give is what you get. It just Mm. always, it's always true. And I think that, 
and I've seen it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it's proven itself time and time again, over and over and over. And um, yeah, I mean, the beauty industry is hyper competitive. It's flooded and saturated with millions of brands. And, you know, my whole thing was, I I thought I was going to be a a news anchor, a journalist, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I was doing with my career. And I love other people's stories. Like right now, I just want to interview you. Like, honestly, (laughs) like it's my whole thing. I'm just like, oh, Um, I love other people's stories. And I thought I was going to do that my whole career and kind of like how I created it cosmetics yeah. was really that um, that classic like problem solution entrepreneur story where I start I was anchoring the morning news and yep. started getting rosacea which is bright red it's uh, there's no cure for it and what happens is patches on your face mm-hmm. uh, turn really red and they get sandpaper like texture mm. and I would be um, I'd be anchoring the morning news and all of a sudden I'd hear in my ear and that earpiece from my producer there's something on your face there's something on your face and I knew there mm. wasn't I knew it was that the makeup was breaking up yeah. under those hot HD lights the rosacea was coming through and so I started spending my whole paycheck, which is teeny tiny in television news, even though it looks glamorous. <laughs> and I would buy, you know, every everything I could find, the most expensive mm. makeup, the drugstore, cheapest makeup, everything and nothing. It either wouldn't cover or it would look like a mask. Mm. And that was kind of when I realized, okay, if you have perfect skin, everything just looks good. But if you mm. actually need coverage or you have any type of um issues, you know, uh, it, it's very hard to, mm-hmm. to not look like you're wearing a mask with what's out there. And then I realized there must be other women and men that are frustrated as well. And mm-hmm. that was kind of like that aha moment where, um, where I poured everything I had into and became obsessed with, um, mm-hmm. figuring out beauty and, and, you know, my launch of my business, um, uh, was not glamorous. The first three years mm. were the hardest three years of my life. And I didn't think that would happen. But my mission and my why was to shift culture and beauty to one of inclusivity because at the time, all you saw was sort of like overly Photoshopped, yes. airbrush. It's what know. I grew up looking at. Yes, <laughs> yeah. me too, right? Mm-hmm. And like, it's crazy because not only are these women um, airbrushed and Photoshopped, it's like, okay, they, they don't um, look that way in real life mm-hmm. even. So like you're seeing a product being sold where you don't even know if that's what's on their their face. Right. And it's like, okay, um, not only is this not great for women, but then if you have real skin issues, you get at home, the product doesn't work. So for me, it was like this huge why, which was not only did I want to solve my own problems, mm. but I wanted to, to really... Uh, shift because this is before YouTube and Instagram. You know, this was this was um, uh, uh, only ten years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> but before, when I started, but before before that. So all you never saw people taking their makeup no. off. You, you just saw these airbrush perfection uh, images of beauty, and there was the strong belief out there amongst almost every retailer yeah. that the only way women would buy makeup is if it was from an image that was so aspirational and unattainable mm. that they that they would then want to just look that way. Wow. And it was like, oh, it was one of those moments where I'm like, my gut says no. Like, mm. I want to I buy from women that look like me or that have my same skin issues or my, you know what I mean? And yes. it's like, it was this real struggle uh, for something bigger than myself, which is for me, the why was so big that I never worried about competing because mm. A, no one was doing it. Um, and B, it was like, okay, it, it, by the time we became a billion dollar business, which not to jump ahead, but like 
because it was a crazy hard journey. By the time we became a billion dollar business, every person that doubted us, every retailer, every, everybody was now doing what we're doing Mm. and copying us. Right. And like the people that said, oh no, no, showing real women will never work. They're now showing real women. And what's cool about that is like, okay, if you're authentic to your why, my why was to shift culture and to mm. change the way women look in the mirror. So when people started copying what we're doing, great, because that supports That's my shifting. mission. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. to me, it felt victorious mm. and it never hurt our business. I was gonna say that's a huge, so that's a huge takeaway right there is instead of taking your energy and worrying about like, how can we stop this? How can we make sure that people know this was us first? Like that is such an energy suck. Yes. Instead of focusing on, this is great. This is actually what we wanted. That is, I think in business, that's a huge, it's just going back to the abundant mindset because I think about how we work with a lot of entrepreneurs and people can get really stuck there. Like it's either already been done or I'm scared to do this or that. And I'm like, I don't think it's just one idea given to one person. I actually yes. think we're all getting like the same kind of idea coming down at the same time if it needs to happen. Yes. So it's like really thinking we're not competing, we're in it together. And I'm that's like getting like, goosebumps in my whole body. I'm getting fired up because I see your <laughs> eyes sparkling. And like, this is one of my favorite topics yeah. because in the beginning, I yeah. used to worry like, oh, let me protect my formula, protect my idea. Yes. All this, I used to, in the very beginning, I was scared and I had no money and I was freaking out mm. and all those things. I learned some really, really hard lessons that taught me, oh no, it doesn't matter mm. if there's 5,000 other beauty brands. It doesn't matter if someone's already done your idea. A, there's no one who can do it the way you can. Yeah. There's no one, right? And 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 like, okay, so one time, and, and by the way, before I forget to say this, like anyone out there, you know, in your community that's listening to this, I always said this to my team and I believe it's how we grew to over a thousand employees and second largest luxury makeup company in the country, which is crazy, like crazy. It's because, and I had to say this time and time again, our biggest risk to failing, our biggest risk isn't what the competition's doing. Mm -hmm. It's not what's hot right now that we're missing out on. It's if we ever get distracted by the competition and then risk diluting our own secret sauce mm. because of it. And it was like, oh no, it's not about, and and all the brands out there in my space and in, in the beauty space that would, you, you cause you could see it, right? You see one person does something hot, all, yep. all of a sudden everyone pops up with that thing, yes. that product in their line. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all of those brands are just sitting in the same spot right now, right? And it's like, it's like when you look at all the research on, on psychology, psychiatry, it's like, or even take um, Brene Brown, one of my favorite things in her research yeah. is saying like, okay, all of her research shows that you can ever only have a true connection with another human being or with your customer if you are 100% authentic, yeah. right? And your full self. Mm-hmm. But the second you start showing up as your representative mm-hmm. or you're partially, you know, distracted by competition and now start doing what they're doing, you can never have a true connection mm-hmm. and that will plummet your business as well as friendships or if you're dating or anything else. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you know that it's freedom because you can show up imperfect, you can show up like your authentic, messy self mm-hmm. full out and that's how people connect with you. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. when, cause today's the first day we've ever met in mm-hmm. person. Yep. When I watch you and ban- I mean, bananas is why I'm here. Let's keep it real. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. I'm obsessed <laughs> with bananas. Um, you're a sweet puppy, but 
I watch you and I know in two seconds, it's fully Lori. Mm. It's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like the stuff you share, the good, the bad, the, like it's fully mm. you. And I'm like, okay, Thank I you. know in my gut, I'm going to, you know, yes, I'll be there. I, I would love to mm. do it in person. And, and, but here's the thing, customers are the same way. Yeah. And so, you know, the biggest blessing you can give to yourself and to your business is to be one billion percent authentically mm. you. Even if you think it's not good enough, yeah. that's just BS you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. No, you have to, 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 to step in your full power in your business, in your potential, you have to do that. Mm. And one quick thing that I have never shared on a podcast, just to share it, and I'm not mm. going to name names, but I went through one of the most challenging moments that I think anyone listening who's a business owner or wants to be will connect with. And mm. we were pretty small, but growing really fast by the time we were on QVC. Yeah. We had three products doing really, really well. And a way larger brand, mm-hmm. way larger brand in all the department stores, all the specialty stores like Sephora and Ulta, all of the, uh, I found out that they went to one of our manufacturers, paid a lot of money mm-hmm. to get our formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were about to launch it in a massive way. And I was sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. I was like devastated. I didn't know what we were going to do. All of our money was in working capital. We weren't paying ourselves. I was mm-hmm. like, we're going to get taken down and I can't afford to do anything about it. Like when you're small and building, mm-hmm. you can't even afford to sue your manufacturer. Yeah. And on top of it, if you do sue them, most likely it, it, you're they're going to pause on your production. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what do you do? And I was sick. And at the time, um, that show Survivor was on all the time. Yeah. And my uh, husband was doing like all the sayings from that and posting them in signs all <laughs> over our office, which was our living room. Mm-hmm. And it was like, <laughs> I it feel was that. like outwit, outplay, outlast. And I was just sick and I was praying and all those things. Anyways, when this huge company launched the product and they stole the story I wrote in my living room for mm. the product, everything, right? I was like, we're going to like, you know, you can't help but have those thoughts. Like yeah. I'm totally screwed. They launched it and it only did okay. Hmm. It only did okay on QVC. And I kept going on QVC with the product. Nobody even put two and two together. It was similar and I was crushing it, yeah. right? And it was like, okay, to this day, it's one of our best selling products and it just did okay for them a few years ago. Mm. And I realized, oh wait, a, customers are smart. You cannot fake authenticity. Mm-hmm. Nobody can be you. Nobody can do your idea. Mm-hmm. And if you, the biggest thing, like you just said, I see so many entrepreneurs getting distracted or upset or thinking someone's copying their stuff or this or that. I have learned time and time again, it just doesn't matter. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter. And it is to your point, an energy suck because mm-hmm. You, it does not matter. No, there is nobody out there that can do what you're doing the way mm. you're doing it, or that can connect with your customers, um, or your clients, or your community the mm. way that you are. They just mm. can't. And when you fully freaking figure that out, it's freedom. Mm. It's freedom mm-hmm. because you save so much energy and you're not distracted going, oh, wait should I be changing what I'm doing? Because this seems like it's hot or this seems like everyone likes this out there or whatever. No, those are all distractions. Like you mm-hmm. have to do what's authentic to your own why and your own mission. If you're ever gonna build anything that's significant um, or a value or impactful, um, 
And even in my case, all the all the the retailers that asked me to change what we were doing early yeah. on, uh, L'Oreal, everybody. If I had ever done that, there's no way that we would have ever sold for over a billion dollars because we would have been doing what everyone else was doing and wouldn't have created something of value. Mm. So it's like sticking to your authenticity for me is the only way to ever scale anything that matters. Mm. So good. This is like divine timing, not only for me, but I know for everybody listening. Um, So I want to help people differentiate between, I, I would love to hear when you are putting your authentic self out there, when you have that vision, when you get that idea and you know you have the full body chills and you're just like, sometimes it's a flash of 10 seconds. Sometimes it's a 30 second flash of like what you're supposed to do in the world or your vision or your calling. And it's like a full like, oh my God, this is it. It's gotta be it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's all we get is that little glimpse. And then all of a sudden something comes in and kind of is like reality comes and you're like, well, here's all the reasons why it won't work, right? That, That voice in your head. How do we, especially for you have the perfect example of this, when you're in the world and you have this product that you know is so true to you and you had that moment or that flash of like, this is it, this is going to be the thing, this feels right for me um, and this is going to be right for the person or for the people. What happens when those people who are very influential and are telling you that they know best or this isn't going to work or this isn't going to work in the market, how did you navigate that and just decide to use your voice and say, nope, I'm doing it anyway. Even though so many people will tell people that it's not the right idea. Yeah. It is so hard because Mm -hmm. when the experts who are supposed to be experts, like they know, right? They know what works. They're at the biggest retailers or the biggest websites or whatever. Mm -hmm. When they tell you your idea isn't going to work, it is so hard not to let that, like those no's translate into self-doubt in your own head. It is the biggest battle. And the biggest thing I think that that separates people who actually make it is not only just not giving up, right? Because that sometimes is really all that it takes is Mm. just not giving up, but also deciding, figuring out in your own head how to decide to believe that you can Mm. anyways. And that was the biggest differentiator for us. And so there's a couple story. And you know, for me, and again, I, if you ever look at my circle of best friends, they mm-hmm. have every faith out there, no faith, etc. For me, my faith is super strong, mm-hmm. super powerful, super important in my life. And yeah. so when I know in my gut, I'm supposed to do something and I know I'm called to do it. And I know that it is a purpose bigger than myself. How does that know, show up for, for me? You? I yeah. pray about it. Okay. And, and that's how I hear I hear God in, mm. in my gut. That's mm-hmm. how I, that's for me. Some people, it's the universe, but you feel it, you know it. And I believe your gut is stronger than anyone mm. else's advice. Mm. Always. Mm-hmm. And and to me, even if you if people say, oh, well, what if your gut ends up being wrong? Well, for me, I think that, I think God, the universe is never wrong. And I think if your gut is wrong, it's really just a lesson you really needed to have learned to yeah. get stronger, to go to the next level. And it's Agreed. not wrong. Mm. Um but what I'll say to this is, okay, anyone out there getting no's, getting rejected. And and let's, I mean, my whole journey was like being underestimated every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes by myself, but yeah. pretty much by every expert. So, you know, I remember quitting my job. So I wrote the business plan on my honeymoon flight to South Africa with okay. my husband. We got back. I was working as a news anchor. 
And I'm like, I just knew, I just knew this is going to be huge. And we both quit our jobs, went all in. I didn't know anyone in beauty, the beauty industry. Um, I love that. I I love that so much right now. (laughs) I thought like, okay, we're just going to use our savings, but we're going to be making money so soon. And you know what I mean? (laughs) I had no idea, Lori, it would be three years before I could pay myself. Mm. Um, I hired the guy who works at my TV news station. He does the graphics that go on air that like the murder happened here. You know, the map, the map (laughs) graphics, that's all he does. He had never done packaging. I had never done packaging. We sat, he would come in my living room and like unpack his desktop Mm -hmm. at the time computer (laughs) and put it in from his trunk and bring it in my living room. And we'd sit there at four in the morning before he went to his full-time day job at the station. And we developed our first packaging. And I was just Google like FDA compliance, regulatory label laws, like whatever. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like praying my way through it. And we (laughs) created the whole first packaging, got super scrappy. I realized early on, oh, we really can't afford to hire anybody. Mm. Um, Don't know what we're doing. And it was really hard. And all of our money went into R&D and to the advisory board to make sure the product was rock solid. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, oh, you can have amazing product, but if nobody knows about it, like then what? And that was the situation we got in pretty quickly because I sent our product to Sephora Mm. and Ulta and department stores and QVC. Every single one of them said no. Mm. And I mean, no. And I, I didn't just go, oh, okay. No, I hustled. Like yeah. I sent it to everyone. Like I would go on LinkedIn and find anyone who worked there, anyone I could find and send them a sample. Like, yeah. It was like everybody calling nonstop, nonstop. I mean, I remember the first big meeting I had at Sephora and it's on, in a high rise building in downtown San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And at that point, women, there was like, we were getting like anywhere from one to three orders a day on our website. And, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, and women were spreading the word, posting their own before and afters online. And that was huge. That was mm-hmm. how it was keeping us in business. Um, and I finally got this big meeting. And when I flew out there, First of all, I felt like I was in Devil Wears Prada because it was so beautiful. The offices, everything. I'm like, I could barely afford my flight. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I I went in there. I was so passionate and mm. I showed them our Bye Bye Under Eye Concealer. And I'll never forget the head buyer at the time. I was like, women love this. And, you know, I was like freaking out, just yes. trying to pitch my heart out in this boardroom. And and there was a big team there and she stopped me. And she said, if women were talking about this product, I'd be hearing about it. Mm. And they're not. Mm. And it was a no. And I remember like taking the elevator ride down mm. and it was a packed elevator. And I'm thinking, okay, don't cry, don't cry, don't. Because mm-hmm. I felt these tears welling up behind my eyes because I didn't know how we were going to stay in business. Yeah. And it was like, I remember the whole elevator ride. I'm like, these must be Sephora people around me. Like, keep it together. Like one day I'm going to be in their store. <laughs> and like, I got to the bottom, rushed out to Market Street around the corner and just started sobbing. Mm. And I have so many stories like that. I mean, from finally getting QVC on the phone, thinking it was going to happen to being told, no, you're, you're not right for our QVC customers or, 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 um, or QVC, but like knowing I was right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, there were time. If, if I knew then Lori, what I know now, like I would have saved myself so many nights crying myself to sleep, which Mm -hmm. is that if, if you have a calling, like I, I believe this, I believe if you have a calling on your heart, like I believe that it doesn't matter and your why is so big mm-hmm. and your gut and your gut, you know, you're supposed to do it. Right. And, you, and it's something different or new. Cause like what we were doing hadn't, 
beauty had never been positioned as inclusive, right? Mm. Um, like we worked so hard to grow our concealer from four shades to 48 shades. We used m- models at all ages, all skin tones, all sizes, all skin problems. And it's like, okay, that at the time hadn't been done. And it's like, if you have an idea or a mission that is novel in any way, of course the experts aren't going to get it because Mm -hmm. it hasn't been done before. So there's nothing like subconsciously in their mind that tells them that, that provides social proof for them that says it's going to be huge. Like it's never been done before. So no wonder. And usually, usually not always, but usually experts haven't created anything themselves. They're just used to making sure they're hitting numbers, hitting sales, building them. So I would have saved myself so many nights crying myself to sleep because the hardest thing was was when all of the experts said, no, your yeah. idea is not going to work and we're not even going to take a chance on it. We're not even going to give you a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the hardest part. And we just like, the thing that I did was just didn't give up, kept going. And, and, and one thing that's big right now, by the way, that I think is so important for every entrepreneur listening in a time where social media is so everywhere and everything is you have to stay cash flow positive mm-hmm. and you have to have major discipline. And I think right now that's harder than ever when every event looks Instagrammable, everything out there looks like it's right. And you're, you feel like, oh, you want to spend money yeah. on things that give a visual mm-hmm. to your brand and your product. And because we did everything to stay scrappy. And I mean, we were so scrappy. Like not only did we not pay ourselves, but it was like, I mean, I wouldn't, we didn't spend money on anything and that sucks and it's not fun, but like we had to stay cash flow positive during Mm -hmm. those hard years. And I think right now I see a lot of entrepreneurs, they come out of the gate and they spend a lot of money on flashy things that don't matter Mm. or that make them feel significant in the moment or that look visually like they've made it. Mm -hmm. And the problem is the second you end up not cash flow positive, um, you're kind of done. You're kind of done. I mean, you can get SBA loans. You can do things like that, but your priorities are wrong. So eventually they're going to catch up with you. So um, total side note, but discipline isn't fun, Mm -hmm. but it's also important. Like success doesn't just happen. Mm. You know, it's not just not giving up. It's also like daily habits and the the unsexy stuff, (laughs) like discipline and just really not comparing yourself to the glamorous stuff out there and focusing on making sure your product or your your service is great and your why is bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was hard. I know long answer to this, but basically every, oh, I love every expert. <laughs> I mean, even when we grew, Lori, and we were, even when we started doing really, really well on QVC and then in Ulta and then in Sephora, um, it, even, you know, L'Oreal took a few years, um, you know, before they thought, oh, wait, this, this business is going to, you know, scale yeah. globally. It pretty much every person that I ever, every partnership we have today started with a no. Yep. <laughs> um, which is <laughs> I feel crazy. That. Yeah. I mean, every Same. one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, like when people just read the headlines, mm-hmm. it looks like a fairy tale. Yeah. But oh no, every one of those was a no. Uh, uh, major feedback to change everything we were doing that I didn't listen to. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, oh, I listened to it and then we got a yes. Oh no, if I would have listened to it, we'd probably be out of business. It was like, I stuck with my gut because I knew 
it just didn't, it didn't make sense to me. And the, the, the biggest moment, um, only if you want me to share it, I can share it if you want, I want to go, course, I'm going to yes. let you lead all this, but like, the, no, I'm like, go, go, okay. go, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there, I mean, oh, cause you're bringing up sort of like, and, and this is the biggest thing right now. And yeah. social media is fueling this comparison syndrome, mm. which in my opinion, destroys not only your energy, but your potential mm. to actually do something that matters. And I'll never forget like the moment. So, so after three years of hearing no's from everybody, we got down to under a thousand dollars in our bank account. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was, mm-hmm. it was our personal and company bank account. Mm. And I didn't know what we were going to do. I had to we, do the parents' um, basement. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it was yeah. like, it was so stressful. Mm-hmm. And, and I, um, Finally, so I, so we went to this trade show in uh, in New York where there's six thousand women in the beauty industry, and every new product that launches that year demonstrates in this three foot table. You demonstrate your product, and the hope mm. by going there is that either a retailer sees you and is like, "Oh, we want to carry your product," mm. or you win one of the awards there and then get more recognition, and then mm. hopefully get retailers to carry your product. So. You know, we had been hearing no from everyone for three years, and I was at this this show um, demonstrating our concealer, and I see in the far distance that QVC has this huge booth there, mm. and QVC had been telling me no for years, mm-hmm. and but I kept having this just gut. You know, you talk about gut, yeah, and I just felt like okay. You know, because this was right before Instagram Live and Facebook Live were mm. big. So there really wasn't any live formats, right. but QVC's live and they're live to 100 million homes mm. 24 7. Uh, people call in live. And I'm like, you know what? This is like my opportunity. If I can make this happen, it's my opportunity to prove live why this product's life changing. Mm. So you're not just seeing a magazine with some photoshopped airbrush ad. No, you're actually like, I kept imagining like showing real women um, with different issues and uh, my own rosacea live on it and then showing live how the product works. Mm. You're like, oh wait, it works. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I kept having this like Mm -hmm. dream to do that, but they kept saying no. And so, so, so I'm at this, thing, demonstrating my product. You're supposed to stay at your three foot table. You're not allowed to leave your table. I'm like, crap, like I didn't want to get kicked out. You know what I mean? But I keep seeing this packed QVC booth and I'm like, okay. And I was like praying, like what I I need to go. And, 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 and I was so distracted. I wasn't paying attention to all these women stopping by, but like, I'm always kind to everyone Mm -hmm. and grateful, right? Like that they would even spend their precious time asking questions about our product. So I was demonstrating our product, talking to them while like half of my body was like thinking about, oh, there's QVC way back there, this huge booth. I've Mm got to get over there. I've got to get over there. So uh, after an hour or two into this event, I kept sneaking away from my my <laughs> table, going to see, and then their booth was packed and their buyers mm. were always busy. I finally got over there and the the head buyer for makeup was standing there mm. and I beelined straight up to her and I was like praying and just like, what the heck am I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like, what are the right words? All that. Introduced myself to her. Um, she was super kind, gave me her card, said, let's set up a meeting. Mm. I left, went back to my table thinking like, did she mean it? Like, or is that like a courtesy? Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Meanwhile, this this woman walks up to me, introduces herself, and uh, she's a QVC show host of 17 years. Mm. She had been at my table earlier. I didn't even recognize her. Oh. She uh, She was testing the product. I was telling her everything about it. 
while I wasn't fully present. Yeah. Uh, but what she said to me is, she just said, I love this concealer. Mm. I feel like our QVC gals at home need this concealer. And I want you to know, I just marched myself over to our head buyer. I told her all about it. And I like looked at her and like, she doesn't know we're down to under a thousand dollars. Right. I look at oh, her, tears. Yeah. I start sobbing. Mm-hmm. And I think I scared the crap out of her. <laughs> She's like, oh, honey, 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 I don't have any power here. I can't. And I'm like, <gasps> and like, I don't cry that often. And I'm like, <gasps> like thinking like, you don't know the story like, right yes, now. Yes, <laughs> you don't know the story. And, um, She's so sweet. Okay, so anyhow, long story short, we finally got a meeting in person mm. uh, in Westchester, Pennsylvania, which is mm. where QVC is located. Flew out there. Uh, we got a yes. Wow. So it was the first yes, like first big yes, where I was just like- What did that even feel like? Yeah. And what did it sound like? I'm like, wait, yes? Yeah. Not no? <laughs> like, like freaking, I was freaking out. Yeah. Um, but here's where like, authenticity comes into play Mm. and anybody doubting their gut right now who's part of your community listening to this, I just think like for me, this this moment Mm. was for me bigger than selling my company for a billion dollars because it's a lesson I will I will hold forever. And Mm. it 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 all comes down to this moment that we got one shot on QVC. And here's what this means, y'all, because it's like, oh, cool. You got a yes. No, here's what that means. You get, we got 10 minutes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. one shot to either hit their sales goal or not come back. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the biggest challenge is all of the inventories on consignment in beauty. So Mm -hmm. we had to, and we were selling just a couple orders a, a day on our okay. website. And we had to manufacture, pay for, ship in, pass all third-party uh, 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 clinical testing uh, in their approved labs, wow. uh, package out, warehouse, code With to their specs. Right, exactly. Uh, but we had to do that for 6,000 units that oh we had God. to sell in how, 10 minutes. Can I ask how much so, that was with $1,000 in your account? Uh, we had to remember? get a huge loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We had to take out a huge loan for oh that. Oh my God. So yep. it was... And so 6,000 units was a few hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. of product we had to sell in 10 minutes or not mm. come back. How did you keep the pressure? How did you stay in? how did you stay in your zone? Yeah. So the real answer is <laughs> um, I was a hot mess for a mm-hmm. while. I flew out. We did all of it. Yeah. I flew out to QVC a week early. I sat in a rental car in the parking lot alone uh, oh, and, God. and just prayed yep. and cried and Here's where it got, here, here was the hardest moment, Lori, was that there are these third-party consultants that are experts. Mm. They're not QVC employees, but they're, they have their entire businesses based on um, helping people sell on TV. Yeah. And they help so many people and you hire them and they teach you how to do well selling mm. your product on television. Um, their track records are awesome. Here's what was the hard, one of the hardest moments in my life as mm. an entrepreneur is that when I would meet with them right before the biggest, what felt like the biggest day moment of my life, uh, every one of them said the same thing, which is, and I understand why, but they said, you need to do this to be able to sell a makeup product, which Mm. is use this type of model and do this type of uh, uh, flow to Mm. your cell. And I'm like, okay, but here's the thing. I created this for women that have all kinds of different skin issues that look like me. Like I want to take my makeup off, show my bright red rosacea on TV and show how it works live. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh no. Like like <laughs> if you want to have a yeah. shot at succeeding, because most people still do not succeed. Yeah. It's so hard to hit 
these sales goals at QVC. And I'm like, okay. And I get it. And we would argue about it because they, and they want me to win. I get it. Their heart is so right. But like, it was, it was the hardest decision of my life because everything in our business was on the line. It wasn't yes. like, oh, you know what? Let me try it one way. Then maybe I'll try it another way. It's like, oh no, I had one shot in 10 minutes. And I sat in that parking lot. I tried to envision what the whole 10 minutes would go, would be like. And I like imagine how Olympic athletes, like mm-hmm. imagine like, you know, their yes, performance. And totally. I would just try to envision all that. And then I would just, it, but it felt so heavy. Mm. And I I once remember seeing Oprah, an episode of Oprah, where she talked about how she got obsessed with wanting the color purple. And she ran around a track and prayed and cried and asked mm. for God to take it from her because it was too heavy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm channeling Oprah right now. And I just sat there and because it, it felt too heavy for me to carry. And I wasn't nervous mm. for TV. Like that's what I did in my career. So I was like, that's fine. But it was the pressure of what if I lose my entire business? Mm. Because if we went on the air in those 10 minutes and it did not do well, we're out of business. Mm -hmm. And it was like, and by the way, you should never accept a purchase order you can't afford to lose. That's like (laughs) 101, business 101. But we were at the point where it felt Mm. like there was no other options. Like, let's just go all in Mm -hmm. uh, because everyone was saying no for years. So so in those 10 minutes, I remember like, I mean, in that, in the car, getting mm-hmm. ready for that, that 10 minute segment, I remember imagining like, okay, who is that woman I'm speaking to mm. on the other end? Who is it that's going to be turning her television on and seeing me? And I would imagine different women and, and, and who they, who they really are. And I was like, okay. I, sometimes I'd imagine like a woman in Nebraska, like folding mm-hmm. laundry, who maybe she's a stay-at-home mom, maybe she's like forgotten that she matters and she's mm. forgotten that she's beautiful. And and like, I just remember this moment in that car where I was like, I would rather her turn on the television, see someone that looks like her, see me calling other women what they truly are, which is beautiful, mm-hmm. who she sees herself in. Mm-hmm. I would rather do that than, even if, even if I failed, I would rather stay true to the reason I did this to be mm. in my authenticity. I'd rather do that and fail than sell a shitload of product and stand for nothing. Yeah. And it was this moment, but like knowing that and doing that is so hard yeah. when it's all on the line. And I remember I walked in the building, I met with the host mm-hmm. and they launched me with the host that um, <laughs> that discovered me at the, the show. Okay. And then she retired right after. I'm like, what? Anyways, um, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Thank in God itself. she yeah. was there. Yep. <laughs> um, that 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 first airing, and uh, I had prepared in the car so hard for like, okay, okay, okay I'm going to do this and that. And I went to her because you get a very like it's such a quick meeting. It's yeah. so fast because they have to meet with every brand that's in the shows, oh, yeah. and sometimes wow. they have multiple shows. Mm-hmm. You get a super quick meeting, and I thought like, okay. And like, I'm kind of type A sometimes when it's like stuff really matters. I'm like, here's what I would like to do by the second for the 10 minutes. And she's like, "Uh huh, thank you. But here's what we're going to do. And she completely, and I was like, okay, at that point, I just knew I was in her hands. I had to pray. It was like, and I remember the 10 minute clock went live Mm. and I, um, I had practiced this demonstration so many times on my wrist where I show like my concealer compared to the top two best-selling ones. And I was ready to go because like they start creasing when I bend my wrist back back and forth and ours doesn't. So I want to show women how like, oh, when you put this on your skin, it's never going to crease. 
I was so nervous that my hand was shaking like a leaf on the air. <laughs> yeah, that would have been me. Yeah, I, mean, uh. I couldn't get through it. She pushed my hand under the podium. And then I remember watching the clock and it was like 10 minutes. Boom, you're in the nine minutes. Boom, you're in the eight minutes. And what I knew is that A, if you're not doing well, your clock can jump to one minute left uh. and you know you're screwed. Like you're mm-hmm. no, you know. And I just kept like, and I remember the moment my bright red rosacea came up, my before shot, and then my live. Mm-hmm. I had, I cast real women, all ages, all skin tones. Like I had, like Helen became our most popular model. She's in her seventies. It was mm-hmm. like all different issues, skin, t- like every age. And uh, I remember about like the nine minute mark mm-hmm. in the host started saying, we've sold out of the deep shade. We've sold out of the medium shade. I'm like, <gasps> and, then, and then I remember at the wow. 10 minute mark, the sold out sign came up across the screen yeah. and I just started sobbing. <laughs> On air. Did yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm like thinking in my head, like real women have spoken. I'm yeah. so glad I listened to my gut. Mm-hmm. My hu- And then they cut the mm. show. And then my husband comes running and he's like, we're not going bankrupt. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, real women have spoken. And, uh, <laughs> and that moment turned into five shows that year. QVC, 101 the next year, uh, 150 oh my the year after. And then for the next several years, um, I did eight years of 250 live show plus over live shows a year on QVC. And we grew wow. to be the largest beauty brand in QVC history. Girl, so that must've been a hustle. It was a hustle. Did you have daytime shows or nighttime shows? 24 seven. So like Just all the time, all the time. And the, the beautiful thing about it it, and it was hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it was hard. There were years where we stayed over a hundred, you know, hundred and fifty nights a year in the the Sheraton wow. Hotel in Fraser, Pennsylvania, and running. You know, At least you like, were in Fraser, you know. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it was great. It was like okay, second home. Yeah, exactly. Um, and but like we would be. Um, you know, running the business in the green room and mm. then going on air and then trying to hire and trying to build teams. Wow. I would have people interview with me yep. in the parking lot of the Sheraton <laughs> Hotel. Wow. Our business was in Jersey City, our, our headquarters, right. but we were, uh, I mean, it was just, it was a hustle. It was, it was, I always felt like, oh my gosh, I've got to strike while the iron's hot. Mm. Um, because with QVC, like, it's not just that you're competing with beauty brands. You're actually really not. It's that every one minute of airtime, mm-hmm. if you're not hitting the sales goal, well, then it might be given to Apple iPhone or yeah. to Dyson Vacuum or Vitamix Blender, whoever's hitting. So it's this, um, and and you move more inventory there like in one show than you can in department stores in a year. So it's, it's uh, it, it was the, and you're getting free advertising because we mm-hmm. couldn't afford to advertise. All of a sudden we're on television all the time. So it was this, it was the, biggest blessing to building our business. When we finally got into the Ulta and Sephora, mm. it drove all the awareness to stores as well. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but had I not listened to my gut and and stuck to that like authentic why I did this to begin with, mm-hmm. I don't think we ever would have made it. I don't think we ever would have uh, built anything that mattered or and you know, yeah, we sell a lot of product, and I believe that product cosmetics is the best. That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. But for me, the why, like the how, I got through those crazy years of hundred-hour weeks, which was ten years, um, was really just thinking about like, you know, the diff, like how we were changing the way women looked in the mirror, how mm-hmm. we were helping women feel beautiful for the first time or the first time in a long time, not because of the product, but because of the mindset of that mm. they mattered, that they were beautiful, that they looked just like models, that all the, like they're enough, right? It was that bigger why that drove us mm. um, 
to get through that entrepreneurial side that no one ever hears about that really freaking sucks. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard and doing things you you know don't want to do when you're tired. And, and I think that's probably, if I ever could do it over again, having better practices to not mm. burn out mm. is what I would do differently. Like, do you have an example of what you would have implemented through that? Looking back. I would have said, you know, I've been doing a lot of, um, i so blessed to do a lot of um, like big keynote speeches recently. And I've mm-hmm. learned from other just high performers. Like I was reading on um, Brendan Burchard's recovery post mm. uh, this week, what he does to mm-hmm. recover after he does a three-day seminar where he's talking for 30 hours. And just the way he takes care of his body, he doesn't mm. speak for 72 hours after he uses his voice that much. It just, I, I was showing it to my friends and my husband and some of my friends that are on QVC all the time right now. And I'm like, I never did that. Mm-hmm. Like I never, you know, it was like I would do a crazy, you know, day and a half marathon where you don't leave the building and yeah. I'm on, you know, 36 hours straight. And then I would go home, sleep a couple hours and be booked for another show. And not only would, would QVC do that, I wanted that. I was like, I'm here, I'm staying two days extra. Like if there was a snowstorm, I knew some of the vendors couldn't make their flights in. I drove to QVC ahead of time. So did Paulo. So did uh, Jackie, our first employee. Mm. We drove there ahead of time, decided to bear the snowstorm at the QVC hotel. Let the buyers know we were there just to hustle and say, hey, if anyone can't fly out, I'm in. Give us a show. It was like we drove so hard. And I think that if you don't have your health, Mm. mental health, physical health, if you don't pour into that, which like- there's this whole antiquated mindset, oh, that's being lazy or selfish or whatever, especially yeah. if you're an entrepreneur. Um, I would have done that differently. I would have taken better care of my my physical health. I would have um, set boundaries, mm. which I never did. Even yeah. my, with myself, um, meditated more and slept more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you, How did you, with that many shows, you know, stay in that, the whole authentic kind of like state that you said, did you say a prayer before you went on? Did you like, how did you get in that zone for every show so that it, it didn't become, cause there's no way that I, I think that you could sell out over and over without, you know, without getting back to that place. Because I, I feel like it'd be so easy to be robotic yeah. um, and not be present and just be like, blah, blah, blah. This is my 36th hour. <laughs> so yeah. how would you get present? Cause I, I feel like that's, if people understood how to like drop into the moment and back to their why, yeah. I think we can get so out of touch with our why. It's just easy yes. to do. So did you have methods around that or what did you do? Yeah, two things I did and and totally. There were shows where all of a sudden I find myself on autopilot yeah. right, and not present. Um, they almost never do well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's hard to do when you're tired and you're burned out. I love that you already know this. Of course you do, but like, the way to get through anything for me is is remembering your authentic why. And it can't mm. be some BS why you make up that sounds good. It has to be that why you've identified that is bigger than yourself, that means more to you than, than you know, any yeah. money could or success could or, or product sales or whatever. Um, and that's really how I did it. Um, and, and two things. One, I had a whole stack of printouts from uh, customers, mm. like messages they'd email in, mm. uh, stories they'd shared. 
uh, I mean, really powerful stories. And it's like, it's a reminder to me that you never, I would read them in the QVC green room. Mm. I always had a stack with me. Um, on times I got super tired and I was like, I don't, I can't even, I'm, I don't want to do, I don't want to be here, all those things, Yes, you know, um, or the really hard days that, that like no one ever saw except my husband or, or, or my best, my best friend of over 20 years who was employee number one at the company. (laughs) We hired her when she was six months pregnant and she is still with it cosmetics to this day, runs two departments, goes on QVC, could have never done it without her. But like, they're the ones that saw the moments where I'm like sobbing in the green Mm. room, like physically feeling like I can't do another hour, but then having to like pull it together, get on air and, 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 and spread joy. And, Mm -hmm. and, and the only way I did that was remembering our why Mm. I could, and sales weren't enough. Like, like, Oh, we're going to sell a million dollars in this one hour. That wasn't enough, uh, 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 to show up, uh, authentically. Do you know Mm. what I'm saying? Like meaning, meaning it didn't drive me Mm. that way. And as much as, or even close to when I would read this stack of letters. Um, mm. And so I'm sure you get messages all day long from your community. And it's like, the thing I've learned is you never know the shoes someone else is walking in. You mm-hmm. never know the difference you're making in their lives. Uh, and I would read these letters and it would be anywhere from a woman saying like, I've never bought your product, but every time I watch you, mm. I'm inspired and I feel more confident. Mm. And I just left an abusive relationship for the first time in 20 years. I just want to say thank you. One day I'll be able to afford your product. But for now, I just want to say thank you. Wow. And you're like, like those kind of letters. You mm-hmm. see what I mean? And it's like, okay, what I'm doing is bigger than makeup. It's mm-hmm. bigger than money. It's like, okay, let's, let's get this message out there, this why out there. The other thing that um, that helped me, mm-hmm. um, and I did pray before every single show, mm. and I never once prayed for sales mm. um, or to hit some sales goal or anything else. Uh, and I've actually never shared this in my entire mm. life, not even in the book I'm writing, mm. <laughs> but I will share it with you, Miss Lori Harder. I love you. <laughs> um, but like, it's super personal, um, mm. but I'm just going to share it. And I actually learned it from Joel Osteen mm. from a sermon he gave, because he does this prayer he, he shared. I would pray that when people, like, I would pray that when people turn me on, meaning they're Mm. flipping through their channels and they see that they can't turn me off and that they find God through me. Mm. That was what Mm -hmm. I prayed before every single one of the 1,000 plus QVC shows Mm. I did. And I know God is different for every person. Mm -hmm. So it's not about me going, oh, I hope you find faith. It's about like, I believe that we are all connected. Mm. I believe we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so my prayer was like, that was my prayer. Mm. So for me, that's how I, I powered through. And so like, mm. um, uh, you're going to make me cry if I look at your eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, so but like, I just, mm. anybody in your community watching this or, mm. or listening to this, it's like knowing why we're doing mm-hmm. it, right? Sometimes it's because we want to, break a generational cycle of, of poverty in our family or, of, yes. you know, um, fear in our mm-hmm. family or of complacency yes. or any of those things. Sometimes it's because, you know, we want to give something to our marriage or our, our, our future or our children that we didn't have. It, everyone's why is different. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't, sometimes it's something just really personal. It doesn't have to be some huge, you know, thing, but Mm -hmm. like you have to know what that is for you because that is what 
I would lean on mm. when it was hard. And it was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's funny because, um, and I'm so grateful to, to be sharing this story. And hopefully it's of service to, to anyone listening that might be kind of going through this because a lot of times when you Google my story, you just see the headlines. Mm. You just see the cover of the Wall Street Journal. Oh, $1.2 billion. But you never hear, oh, wait, she didn't start with, all this mm-hmm. money or she didn't come from a family that like, or it wasn't easy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was a lot of no's. And I think that's important because like when I was going through all the no's, I thought, well, maybe it's just my idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just not cool and I can't get into Sephora. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have those thoughts, you know? Yep. And it's like, okay, I wish... I wish I knew I wasn't alone and that like almost every entrepreneur I know, if they really get real and especially every entrepreneur that's lasted, Mm -hmm. they've gone through so much rejection, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I just think there's so much power in us sharing our stories together and just knowing like we're all in this together. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I just, I have one last question to end on, but I just want to say, I think, I think one of the biggest things that I'm just learning from sitting across from you is I'm so grateful that you're sharing this story because I think it's so important to hear that being authentic and love wins and nice girls can do this and win too. Like it can be, you can yes. accomplish your dream. You can give back. You can do it for a bigger purpose. You can do it for your family. You can do it for, I don't think. I get to I get to hear enough stories like that where it's like, yeah, you're gritty and you come from love. And you can be super nice and be a cheerleader for women. And that's what's also gonna gonna help lift you up and lift other women up. Um, so that's just been this has been so crazy powerful. I'm just like, oh my God, I am in a vortex right now. Um, <laughs> this has changed my life right now. Um, I wanna know. What do you wish more people asked you? What is a question that if you could really, like if this was just out in the universe, like everybody could see it, it was your story. It was your kind of like statement to the world. What do you wish more people knew about you or asked you? Oh my goodness. Girl with the questions. I'm like, (laughs) wait a minute. I mean, my first response to that, what I wish right now more, Mm -hmm. more people ask me is, oh, how can I bring another woman to the table too. Mm. That's what I wish. Yeah. Because I just know you get what you give and and it fills your soul in mm. a way that gives you so much more energy. Like this week I get a phone call out of the blue from producers of the Mel Robbins show. And they say, mm. can you, can we do a, a segment on, we want to do an inspirational segment on you. And I don't know Mel, I didn't know Mel Robbins yet. And, I, and at first I said, okay, you know, yes. And boom, I go right into that mode of pitching another woman mm. right away. One of the women mm-hmm. I mentor. I yeah. I mean, I, I mentor her and guess what? Me going on Mel Robbins, that's fun. One of the, several of the women I mentor for one of them to get mm. on Mel Robbins is a, is, is life-changing, life-changing. for mm-hmm. their business. I go right into pitching. It's like my instincts now, but it also fills me up. Mm. It's like, it's like, when you do something beyond yourself, that's how I get fired up to get on a cross-country flight mm. when I don't want to leave my baby at home and go out there because I'm like, oh, wait, it's not about me. It's bigger than me. Mm. And it was the, the coolest story, but like within a 24-hour period, I'm getting texts all night from their producers. 
Yeah. They asked for her contact info eventually. They decided to book her on the show. Mm. She was someone who was uh, raised, she was homeless, Mm. then raised in the Philly Project. She created a jewelry line. She's been hustling Mm -hmm. for three years and just got on QVC. Mm. And all of a sudden I get, oh yeah, you know what? Let's feature her Mm -hmm. as someone you mentor. I'm like, okay, okay. As the time went on, we ended up getting four segments on the show, just taped. So it's probably airing in a few months, I'm guessing. But uh, uh four segments and Leah, she's a, a jewelry line called Valencia Key, got her own segment mm. on the Mel Robbins show. Wow. I awesome. did four segments, did Q&A with the audience. It was so fun. Mm. Um, and the thing that gave me the most joy wasn't that I just did like 45 minutes of an hour television show. It was like, oh, how did I serve, mm. right? How did I serve the, the audience, the women there that showed up going, wait, I'm lost. What do I do? That were asking me questions, uh, live Q&A with the audience. It was, you know, did I serve Mel's community or add value? And Leah freaking mm. Valencia Key just got a segment on the, you know oh what I mean? God, it's like yes. that joy <laughs> when you bring in. Yep. So I wish more people got that concept mm. Because I don't think it's an accident. I grew a billion dollar business. Yeah, I worked really freaking hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, God showed up. Yes, like all of that. But like, I just think you get what you get. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's like, I don't know. I just, and and when I, um, because we just met today, but you know, I go with my gut on everything. And when mm. I when I just decided to watch all your Instagrams and listen to yourself, I'm like, oh, Lori's the same. Mm. Lori's the same. I'm there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I just think that is, I think if someone wants to rise to the top, mm. you help someone else get to the top. And you know what? Maybe if, maybe... Your, your biggest event of the month is going to a PTA meeting mm-hmm. or going to, okay, great. Bring someone else to it because maybe mm-hmm. they've never seen a meeting before. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like we can mm-hmm. all do this. And for me, it's how, mm. it's how we, we live the, that fullest, highest expression, vibration, mm. as Oprah would say, of ourselves uh, and how we like step into all the things possible for us. Mm. Oh my God, you are you are next leveling just my idea of like, just thank you for this. You are leveling up how I feel around it and inspiring me to do even more. Like opening my eyes right now, which is just so massive and it feels so free. It's your heart. Your um, heart is the same though. I know that and I feel it, yeah. Because yeah. to be honest, there's, there's moments in your life and I never thought I would say this like from a super small town girl who just, you know, just, did not expect to be living the life I'm living. Like, so it's already, I'm already in my daydream. But what I want to point out is it's like the things that I thought were going to fulfill me, they're great, but it's not what actually life is about. It's not what actually really truly fulfills you. It can feel sometimes when you get everything and you put all your hope there, it can actually feel quite hopeless. And I've hit that place. And then I realized it was about connection and helping other people with their dream. And of course, there's things along the way that are freaking spectacular that happen in your life too because of it. Um, But it's that it's that bringing people with you and watching them is the thing that's going to get you out of bed and is going to make you so excited. And and I think for someone... you know, who's maybe waiting for someone to see them because this was me. Like, will someone see me? Will someone help me? Will someone... And that's a, a place I used to be a long time ago. And I I realized like, I don't 
think anyone's necessarily coming for you, but when you start to do this for other people, no matter where you start at, I don't care if you are, like you said, the woman who's, you know, going to a PTA meeting and bringing someone, bringing someone there. That's, you need to be the person who initiates it and you'll watch how it just like comes full circle in your life. But it's those moments of like realizing to stop waiting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So huge. Amen. Thank you for sharing this. Oh I God, just thank you. literally just going to chalk this up as one of my favorite episodes ever. Um, so I'm so grateful. This was so powerful. Mm-hmm. I think it's like if you could just extract this message and get it out to all women, yes. this is what people, this is what people need to hear. It's so huge. So thank you so much. Like truly you've rocked my world and shifted oh, well, I in love this you hour. Already and so grateful to be here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And you guys, I know that you're already probably following her now just from this conversation, but if not, you have to go to her Instagram because here's why. She shares different things every single day of champion and a championing women. And um, it's so inspiring. I was just scrolling through your page, just watching how much you really just about every day <laughs> are picking something and pointing someone pointing someone out, talking about somebody, lifting somebody else up. And I see the pure joy that that brings you. And I can't tell you how much I know it attracts people to you. Like it's literally like they can't stay away from you because your heart is so big. And it's just from loving other people, like being so generous with who you are and loving other people. So go follow her Instagram, which is Jamie Kern Lima. Yes. Um, And everywhere else you can find her if possible. (laughs) but definitely go support there. We know she has a book coming out next year. We have to, she's making us wait. (laughs) So you can just listen to this podcast every day on repeat until then. It's going to be great. But I just wanted to tell you, I'm so grateful. And I just am like blown away by your story. So thank you so much for coming on the show. And do you want to leave our, I'm always just going to like put you on the spot here. Do you want to leave our listeners with any last, like anything that's coming up for you? Anything coming up for me, Mm -hmm. I want to leave them with something for them. Just Mm -hmm. like figure out how to believe in yourself, even if you don't know how, just make the decision to do it. Mm -hmm. And like believe that you have everything in you already to -hmm. accomplish your dream and stop waiting. And I like what you said. I think so many people don't feel qualified Mm -hmm. and they let that hold them back. But it's like, you know, one of my favorite sayings is like, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. And to me, if you have a calling on your heart, I think you're called. And I think that means you're born with everything you already need to do it inside of you. And like part of our greatest mission in life is to like discover that for mm-hmm. ourselves. And and like the other thing that, you know, I've been thinking about a lot lately is like, okay, let's just say I'm wrong. Let's say you're not qualified. Well, what would happen if you just decided to believe you were anyway? Mm, like imagine mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. how unstoppable would you be? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like that mindset for me is so much of, of, of just how Mm -hmm. to make your dreams happen. And so just want to share that for everyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, You guys, if you loved this podcast as much as I did, make sure you text it right now to a friend. You never know who needs this. So take this. It's the little share button. Text it to a friend. Tag Jamie and myself on Instagram. I'm going to do a giveaway for this podcast. So if you guys tag both Jamie and myself and say your biggest takeaway from Jamie, I'm going to send you a cool gift. It might be a t-shirt. It might be a mug. It's going to be awesome though. So make sure you let us know because I think that's a beautiful way to give back to the person who just totally filled your soul. So until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. 
Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye.